Yo, 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 what's going on? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 226 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. Um, today I'm gonna talk about imposter syndrome. Very, very common, right? I think it's especially common around achievers, you know, people who are working to do something better, and it's it can be tough to maintain this air of confidence always, you know, as you're moving on to the next levels. And especially if you hit like a plateau where you're taking action for a certain amount of time and you're not seeing too much of a difference and you're just kind of throwing shots in the dark and you're like, what the hell is going on? And then you start to doubt yourself and then, you know, question things and like, does this make sense? Like, am I doing like, what, what is it that I'm doing wrong? Or am I doing anything wrong? Maybe I need a bigger sample size. It can get very complicated. And today I definitely dealt with quite a bit of imposter syndrome, and I'm going to talk about how I overcame that. And um, today was actually a really interesting day because it took many different turns unexpectedly. So I'm going over some stuff in terms of my high ticket offer. I have a buddy sending me over some stuff, and while he was sending me over some stuff for the high ticket offer, I decided to... Uh, go and watch this Russell Brunson thing. You know, my brother-in-law, he has the high level of ClickFunnels. So I logged into his account and I was going to start watching some of Russell's um, Russell Brunson's High Ticket Secrets course, which teaches you how to sell high ticket offers. And I sit there for a little bit and I'm like, I go like through a couple minutes of the of a video and then I have like this like em- very emotionally charged thought and it feels like a breakthrough and I'm like oh shit like that makes sense this totally makes sense like this is what I should do like this is this all just came together full circle like that is what I'm supposed to do for the high ticket offer and it was so emotionally charged where I couldn't I I just felt so compelled to go on a walk because I'm like I can't focus on anything else because like I have to let this thought like run its course. So I I got up and I went for a walk and I'm starting to think I'm like, okay, I got to be careful because I'm very emotionally charged. Like I'm very excited about this. And the thing is like, if I know anything about judgment is that it clouds rationality. So I got to be very careful when it comes to making decisions in this state of of high emotion, whether that's low emotion or, or, or high emotion, you got to be careful because emotion does cloud the rationality. So in my head, I'm like, okay, like, does this make sense? I'm like, and then like my brain is like, oh, you can do this and this makes sense. You can do that. You can do that. And like all these things that are like, everything makes sense. Right. And then I'm like, well, how can I disprove this? How, how can I think about this from a different angle? How, how is this not a good idea? And it was tough to come up with something when your brain goes so far deep into this direction and you're emotionally charged, it can be hard to be very objective. And um, I'm like, okay, I need another voice. And one thing that's great about my business partner is, you know, I, I trust my business partner very, very, very much because we have similar goals. She's extremely intelligent. And I know she has my best interest in mind and she really gets me and we have, our goals are in line and, and everything. And I know that she will be honest with me too. 
which I really appreciate. And it's, you know how good it feels to have someone that can lean on like that, where it's like, I need some help. I need some feedback and I need someone to be able to tell me the truth. That's not going to like kiss my ass or that is not going to give me some information where at the end of it, I just kind of feel like, ah, I don't know. Like where if I talk to her, I know that I'm going to come out of that call with like, like relieved, like, all right, cool. Now I, I can move forward because I have tremendous amount of respect for her. She's extremely intelligent, but she'll tell me what I need to hear. And, um, she's just fucking phenomenal. So I got back home and still feeling very emotionally charged about this. Like, okay, this makes sense, but I need a, I need a second voice. I need to bounce this off of her first before I move forward with this. So we set up a call a few hours from then. And, you know, I go about my day. She goes about her day. We get on a call and we are we're brainstorming ideas as far as how to get this really, really big guest on our podcast. And if I said the name, you would know who the name is, but we can't seem to find this individual's information in terms of like a contact, like an email or uh, an assistant. We can't find any of that. And we're like, well, let's put a bookmark on this. We'll talk about it on our mastermind tomorrow. And then I was telling her, I I started telling her like, hey, you know what? I've been having these doubts about what I'm doing in my product. Um, And I feel like, why would anyone listen to me? You know, I haven't scaled this six, seven, eight figure business. Why would an entrepreneur want to hire me as a coach. And I was suffering from imposter syndrome, right? Where I'm like, why would anyone want to, like, what, what have I done? What have I, I don't know. I like, I guess I'm a guy who kind of just like overcame some trauma, you know, but that, what else really? Right. And she goes, Greg, what we're going to do is you're going to start naming off your accomplishments and I'm gonna write it. I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna type it out. Okay. So, look. Here's the thing about the ego, right? Like when someone attacks your ego, or like you, you're holding on to this thought, right? The thing is, like, we want to be right, right? We always want to be right. It's part of being human being, a human being. So even like even though I I don't I would like to be disproven about my my you know imposter syndrome. Part of my ego is like. No, like this is like you're go like it's hurtful almost. It's a hurtful to the ego exclusively. So she's like, "Oh, what have you done this?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I've done that." And I'm like, totally. I'm sure she noticed. Like my, I'm totally like low energy about like what I'm naming off, and I'm totally not into the exercise because it's just destroying this like path that my brain has taken. Like, no, you're not really doing much with your life. Now you haven't done much with your life so far. You, you, you're just kind of, you're a normal guy. Like there's nothing special about you. Like my brain is so far down that thought pattern process already, right? That rabbit hole and she's pulling me out and my brain's like, no, 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 don't get pulled out. But she starts forcing me, right? Like asking questions. Hey, what about this thing? What remember when, when we did that thing? Well, well, tell me a little bit more about that. Well, I'm like, yeah, you know, I did lose 60 pounds in five months. Oh yeah, I did run a marathon, you know, with an extra mile on it, um, you know, whatever. And then after I was done and she, you know, got, she, she extracted more information from me. She goes, all right, I'm going to read this back to you. 
And I want you to listen as if I'm describing somebody else. As if I'm describing somebody else to you about, hey, this is here's this person and this is what they've done. So I say, all right. And she goes on this long ass list of things that I've done. And she's like, and then this person's done this. And like, they also made this happen and they also did this thing. And then still it's like, it's okay. We're, we're still getting there in terms of like, okay, like it makes sense. You're, you're right. Uh huh. Again, the ego still like attached. And then I was like, people like, I was like, okay, yeah. See, the thing is, it's just like, I just feel like I'm not trying to, to be somebody like, like a a superhuman person. Like I'm like these things that I'm doing, I don't feel like they're big accomplishments because they're just things that I'm doing. These are just things that I'm working on. These are things that I want to do. And then I'm just like, there's nothing like, I'm not really doing things special. I'm just, I'm just doing what I want to do. And she says, Greg, did you hear what you just said? I said, what? She goes, you just said that you're just doing what you want to do. Do you know how many people in the world are doing things that they don't want to do? And I lost it with laughter because of the absurdity of my statement. I go, that's right. And I I started dying of laughter because I it was just so it was so crazy because it was just like, yeah, dumbass. Like a lot of people aren't doing what they want to do. They aren't able to have that control over their own mind think about that they're not they don't they don't feel comfortable being themselves they don't like themselves they don't trust themselves and uh that was that was all i needed i was like god damn like that that's fucking true and it it brought me out right and that's why i'm so grateful for her because i don't i don't know i i don't i i don't feel as confident going into conversations with other people and having a, like that same outcome. Like I wouldn't have that outcome talking to, uh, I probably have it with two of my mentors that I have, but I don't really lean on them too much. I lean more on my business partner cause we're, she's around my, she's around my age and it's, we have our goals, like are aligned and she understands me. So, um, I just know that, I can really put my full trust into her and she won't cloud like um, she won't try to tell me something that I want to hear. And she won't make assumptions about certain things. She knows my, she knows me in and out and she knows where I want to go. And she just has this understanding that I feel like not maybe, maybe one, maybe two other people know. Um, But yeah, again, very grateful to have someone like that to lean on like though in, in that way. So, you know, she goes, she eats her dinner and then she go about her way and you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's that's great. Now it's at now it's at the point I'm getting some more work done. Now it gets to the point where I want to start bashing my head into the wall because my focus is is dipping. So I'm like, all right, it's about 3 30 in the afternoon at this point, and I I go in the backyard. And I just, you know, just allow myself to give my brain a break. 
And now I'm like, okay, I understand. Like, this is work. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm going to sell. But it's like, how do I even package this? How does this make sense? And then I started thinking of people that I follow. Like, okay, well, Derek Moneyberg, you know, he sells. Like, if you think about Derek, like, what you're going to get from him and his products is like wealth, his real estate, his entrepreneurship program, and his stocks program. Everything about him is wealth. I'm like, okay. So he's basically when you hang out with him, what you're, ba- what you're buying is more wealth. You're buying a way to make more money. I'm like, okay. And then I was thinking, what does Tony Robbins sell? Like, what does he sell? And then I was like, you know, he doesn't sell motivation. He doesn't say, oh, we're gonna, you're going to come here and get motivated to change and make a difference. You know, Tony Robbins sells I forgot who said this. It might have been Tony who said this, but there was a saying that people don't buy a product. People buy a transformation. People go to Tony Robbins for a transformation because people don't feel like they're living the life that they want to live. And they want to transform into being that person. They want to live a better life. They want to make it to that next level. They want to transform to who they really want to be. And they need help. And they don't know, they don't understand their own psychology. And he helps point out their own psychology to themselves and how to overcome these little things and make these shortcuts. And he explains it in a way that's very simple to where people can have these breakthroughs. And he puts you in an environment where a lot of people are, you know, everybody feeds off each other. And it just allows this other part of your brain to open up. And then it's like, all right, I understand now. He has this really, really deep sense of psychology. And um, it's crazy because as I'm explaining this, I'm just finishing up week. I just finished watching the video for week number three for Money Brick Mentoring. And it's all about um, logical fallacies and cognitive distortions and being aware of like how humans uh, make conclusions on things like people you can argue an argument i think that's what he said argue an argument um but you can never like change how like a conclusion someone makes right so you have to be aware of the conclusions that your brain automatically makes and like the biases that it has and you have to have like control over that and, or at least be aware because you can never – you're never going to overcome it. You're never, ever going to overcome it. Like it's it's ingrained into who we are. But you have to be aware of it first in order to accurately adjust. And it's hard. It's so hard to do that in real time as well. Like no one can really consistently do that in real time. Uh, just like be aware of your cognitive bias or your or your logical fallacy and how that's getting in your way and effectively make a, a, a more informed and better decision in real time at the moment, especially when um, emotions are involved. And, you know, again, emotions tend to cloud rational thoughts. So you find yourself, you know, in, in this emotional state right now, logically, we can talk about it and maybe our ego can get in the way and say, no, like in that moment, if I, if I, know about the cognitive biases. I'm pretty sure if I studied it that I can be able to recall it right there in the moment. It's easy to say that while we're here listening right now, while we're not directly in that moment right now. 
But all that goes out of the window when we find ourselves in the real world and we find ourselves in a negotiation or a, a tense situation or we have to convince someone of something or we have to have an uncomfortable conversation. Like those emotions kind of get in the way and it clouds our judgment, especially when we're dealing with other people and their egos and, and their thought processes. And we're trying to figure out what we're going to say next. And we're trying to figure out how can I make it so like they understand that I understand them. And that we can come to a solution that uh, suits us both or maybe even suits you and your team. There's so much, right, that goes into this. But the first step is at least being aware of the of the logical fallacies that we have and the cognitive biases that we have. So then so, – because sometimes we will get it right. And sometimes by knowing it or like unconsciously, we'll make a better decision. But – um it's just great to know that stuff. So that was just a, that was just a you know side thought that I had as I was explaining that Tony Robbins helps you have a much better understanding of your psychology and your own human nature and how to overcome yourself and or how to overcome like this old brain that we have that's you know wired for us to survive and how to wire it in a more productive way that has our nature working for us instead of against us. It's a very powerful thing. So then I was thinking, Tony sells a transformation. I was like, that's what I need to be selling. I need to sell this transformation because I went I went from this guy who would smoke weed every day, three times a day, and watch, you know, anime every single day. And now here I am, you know, woke I've been waking up at 4 a.m. for a little bit over a year. And I've been waking up before 5 a.m. I say the reason I say like before 5 a.m. because like before I was waking up like at 4:45 in the morning for like two months before I decided to wake up at 4 a.m. sharp. And uh, you know I've been you know meditated 354 days in a row before I broke my streak. You know I ran a marathon with an extra mile on top. You know I I have you know six really successful mentors. I have a awesome social network of or social circle of just ambitious and very smart people who are doing some really amazing things in their life and um and that's because i i, I transformed as a person you know like there's no way that my former self that was you know 60 pounds overweight and smoking weed and and feeling down on himself there's no way that he would be able to you know build rapport with the, these kind of people like there's no way that if I was introduced to the social circle as who I was back then, I wouldn't be accepted. I would be maybe around because I, you know, maybe I'm curious and you know I want to learn more about this stuff, but I wouldn't be seen as the, like the leader or at least one of the leaders of the group. So um, that's awesome. It's really cool to have to have that transformation and I want to help other people have the transformation they want to have, not necessarily the transformation that I think they should have, but give them the transformation that they should have for themselves or the one that they want to have and help them create those breakthroughs and help them move into that direction so they can really become the ultimate version of themselves and also have people in their life that hold them to that standard and, and hold the hold them to that standard of that identity of who they want to be, right? Like I wanted to be someone like David Goggins. Well, guess what? And this is crazy. This is what's crazy. I wanted to be someone who was like David Goggins. And this is not a this is not a name. I never hinted this at all, but this isn't a name I gave to myself. This is a name that my morning hosters call me and they call me Greg Goggins. They call me that. I don't call myself that. So it's cool 
that, you know, I am this person. And for someone, they may not want to be, you know, like a David Goggins. They might want to be somebody that is whoever they look up to, right? Whoever they look up to. They might want to emulate more, you know, characteristics like them. And the reason why I say David Goggins for me is because I came from a similar background. I was fat. I was insecure. I was dumb as hell. You know, uh, I was called nigger in, in school. I put up a front. I was a people pleaser. You know, I grew up in a household that had domestic violence. And then to see like all of that shit that he went through and I went through and how he overcame and became the beast that he is. It's like, I must be someone similar because that's in my cards because that uh, someone who has that background does that. I can do something like that, but in my own way. Anyway. Um, that was it. That was it for today. You know, um, also going through the cog- the uh, cognitive distortions. There was a lot of gold in there, a lot of gold in there. Um, I'll talk some more about some 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 breakthroughs that I had, but but that's all I have for today. Hey, appreciate you listening again. Um, if you want, if it's easier for you, look at. By the way, I got approved to be on Apple Podcasts, which is amazing. So if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, really appreciate you. That's really really awesome. And if you listen to uh, any other platform, you can always listen to it on on Spotify as well. You don't need to have Spotify Premium in order to listen to it. I believe that's I think so. I think that's the case. I think you can listen to podcasts um, without um, Spotify Premium. Uh, But other than that, hey, that's all I got for you. Uh, Make it a great day, whatever time of the day it is for you. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.